Mystery Podcast. Here we are again for another post of Mystery Podcast. I'm novelist Sherry Todd Bayshore. I'll continue today with another chapter from my romantic suspense thriller, Shadows and Light. I'm skipping ahead again to part two, now chapter 28. The text message Neil received from RCMP Inspector Gray changed the briefing location from the Air Canada passenger lounge to the plane while en route. Neil's passenger seat was located in the last row by the aisle in the business class under his cover name, Adam Penley. Adam Penley existed. He was one of the 15 great-grandchildren of former Canadian Prime Minister Linton Penley, who led the Canadian Liberal Party in the 1960s. Fortunately for the investigation, Adam Penley was an only child. As well, he'd been under a doctor's care, cloistered either in rehab or the family's mansion. The Penley property was a 35-acre estate north of Toronto, 280 miles northwest of Canada's capital, Ottawa. Adam hadn't been photographed since he suffered a stroke after a weekend of fraternity drinking 20 years before. Unfortunately for Adam, but fortunate for the RCMP, his circumstances were perfect for a case that required an actual living person and with exactly Adam's prominence. Chief Superintendent had met with Adam's retired parents and delicately arranged for RCMP Special Services to use their son's identity. So as not to compromise an international investigation, the family had agreed to strict circumstances of complete secrecy. Inspector Charles Gray was the last passenger to board the plane. If National Division is going to require my participation, he complained, then they should have moved the head office of K Division from Edmonton to Calgary. Plane hopping almost caused me to miss this flight. The inspector had spoken just above a whisper, behind a hurriedly opened copy of Newsweek that covered his face. Nice to see you too, Staff Sergeant Mackenzie smiled to himself, not looking up from his phone screen. Damn relieved you made it, though. I was beginning to wonder. Neil deleted Laura's text. It was good to hear from her, but it made him long for her more and to regret the conversation he'd had with her sister. Meeting with Susan had been impulsive and served to resolve nothing toward a firmer relationship between him and Laura. It's just as well that I got on after you and everyone else. Backgrounds on all passengers from Calgary to London, Calgary to Toronto, and the other passengers boarding in Toronto for London have been checked. The information means zilt, really. But on the surface, no one in this flight has a connection to art, museums, banking, antiques, shipping, ammunition, or weapons. Flight attendants went through their pre-flight requirements as the plane backed away from the Calgary terminal. Inspector Gray took a Benadryl for motion sickness and closed his pale brown eyes with the magazine covering the lower half of his cleanly shaven face. Inspector Gray slept through the lunch service and didn't wake up again until Air Canada flight was taxiing to its stopover gate in Toronto. His partially balding head came up with a jerk. He looked around. I hate flying. Would have been real nice if Jules Verne had perfected teleportation. He spoke into the magazine again. Going long distances and overseas is stressful. Neil watched as several passengers deplaned, then others reboarded. He checked his watch. By the time they took off again and reached cruising altitude, it would be 10 p.m. in Britain. After an eight-hour flight, he'd arrive in London in time for breakfast of kippers, eggs, and scones with clotted cream at Harrods. I'm okay once we level off. It's the going up and the coming back down that flips my lunch. 
My wife bought ginger capsules for me to pack, and I tell her they're great, but the Benadryl works faster. The inspector took another Benadryl as the plane pulled in line, waiting for the next turn to take off. This time, Gray remained awake. When the plane leveled off, the crew began beverage service. The inspector ordered a Crown Royal on the rocks. Neil ordered a Sam Adams beer and a glass of ice water. Should you drink alcohol when you take Benadryl? Likely not, but I've been shot at twice and wounded once, so I don't worry about such details. An hour later, when much of the service activity in the cabin had subsided, Gray handed Staff Sergeant McKenzie the Newsweek magazine. There are several photos of some fabulous art pieces on page 35, 36, and 37. Tomorrow afternoon, I'm meeting with two petty art thieves Scotland Yard has in custody. One fellow by the name of Roland, Roly White, and another named Jake Parcels. Both have decided they'd like to cooperate in order to avoid spending the next eight years back in Belmarsh Prison. Superintendent Yan also liked your cover plan. Its simplicity should serve you well, which is one of the reasons why I chose you for this mission. That and the fact that your university photo and Adam Penley's look like you could have been twins separated at birth. There's no resemblance between the two of you as you've aged, especially for Penley, who looks nothing like he did 18 years ago. However, you'll need to sacrifice your mustache. Penley doesn't have one. Neil held up his empty bottle of beer, and a male flight attendant noticed. Second one, sir? Neil nodded, ignoring the obvious gay, flirting smile. The mission is fortunate. Mr. and Mrs. Penley agreed to our deception. The family has served Canada and the Commonwealth for several generations, but this could place them in harm's way. Inspector Gray grinned, then took another sip of his Crown Royal. Not really. At this very hour, Adam Penley, his father Gordon, and his mother Lois have been safely tucked away in a vacation hideaway. On an island in the Bahamas, they'll still have eight of their core staff, while their Toronto mansion has been restaffed by four of our recent Regina Academy graduates, one experienced RCMP and two seasoned FBI. He put his glass back on the fold-out tray and retrieved a hardcover book with a paper fiction cover, then opened it pretending to read. You can come and go as you see fit with full run of the place. However, don't become too accustomed to having a gardener, a chauffeur, a secretary, a housekeeper, maid, a chef, and assistant cook. We'll plan to stop this illicit money train well before American Thanksgiving and hopefully before Canadian Thanksgiving. Your driver and your secretary are both FBI. This ends the last page, chapter 28, from part two of Shadows and Light. I hope you've really enjoyed it and that you're enticed enough to actually go out and buy the whole book. It's a bit of a read, just under 600 pages, but I'm sure you'll enjoy it. Thanks so much, and stay tuned for the next book that I have planned for the next podcast.